Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed, and this is another edition of Spotlight Star Wars Episode 35. I haven't titled it yet. Just flying blind here. Here's what we're going to do this week. We're going to have a little fun. Whether it's this show, Force Center, Jedi Alliance, Far, Far Away, uh, any other Star Wars show out there that I've been on for an extended period of time, at some point or another we do a segment, or I get asked the question, or I've even had this uh, on Twitter just in general or in person at Star Wars Celebration. I get asked, what would you be, Ken? Would you be Sith? Would you be a Jedi? 
Would you be a bounty hunter? And we've asked that question before on, on those shows, like I said. So I wanted to answer that question today here on Spotlight Star Wars. What would I be? Sith, Jedi, or bounty hunter? The answer is none of the above. Look, I'd love to be a Sith. There's something cool about being the bad guy, especially when you're dressed in all black and you have a flowing cape and a red lightsaber, no matter what kind of lightsaber it is, uh, two-sided, uh, broadsword lightsaber, all that stuff. It looks cool, right? Face paint, some horns out of your head, or a mask that makes you sound menacing. Uh, I, I'd like that, but let's be honest. Though I do have a dark side, I don't know if I can fully commit. I don't know if I have the energy to fully commit to being Sith. It takes a lot. You're always looking around your shoulder. You're always trying to find a new apprentice because your old one's trying to kill you. Or you're trying to kill your apprentice and you need to replace him. You're building a secret army of cyborgs because your apprentice lost the first Death Star and got his hand chopped off. You, you, there's just you got to continue to out, out, <laughs> outsmart the Jedi. You gotta learn new skills, and you gotta learn how to manipulate midi chlorians. That's a lot of work, folks. I'm not a lazy person. I'm sometimes a, a workaholic, but there's a certain energy, a certain energy, nervous energy, anxiety that goes into being a good Sith. It looks cool, but it's not all about the glory. You gotta pull, put in a lot of work. As far as being a Jedi, there's a part of me that's a very good guy. And there's a part of me that uh, I have no love in my life, probably won't. So I can accept the Jedi's ways of uh, love is love being forbid. I, I can understand that. I can get behind that. And I like capes, too. And I like uh, the Sith capes. But the Jedi capes and robes ain't that bad, either. The hoods are very, very uh, versatile. And they got a little more lightsabers to choose from, a little more colors to choose from. Um, so I can see being a Jedi. I can deal with the loneliness. I don't know how Obi-Wan dealt with it, if, if he dealt with it well at all. We're starting to find out in the Marvel comics, but I think I could be on Tatooine for a long time by myself, just doing some mission, doing what's expected of me. That's kind of what I am. I've kind of emotionally been living on Tatooine in a hut for the last 18 years anyways, so I can get behind that. But at the end of the day, that's kind of exhausting in its own way and somewhat boring. I hate to call the Jedi boring, but that's kind of what it is, right? I'm not wrong. Just calling it like I see it. Being one of those jerks. So I don't know if I could be a Jedi. So obviously I'd love to be a bounty hunter. I mean, they're cool. Just look at Boba Fett. Look at Cad Bane. Look at IG-88. Look at Zuckus. Maybe not Dengar. Look at those characters. We all love the bounty hunters, right? If Captain Phasma was a bounty hunter, we'd probably love her even more than we do. Instead, she's just kind of a first order cog in the command wheel. I think that character, uh, we wanted it to be more because we look at Boba Fett and go, that, that was a cool character. A bounty hunter. You don't live by any rules. You don't work by any rules. You work for yourself out in the galaxy. Just kind of floating around, doing your thing. Mm, 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 mm. But at the end of the day, all the cool things about being a bounty hunter, uh, a cool little outfit, cool mask, 
Some cool bandages if you're Dengar. A cool ship. Slave One may be the coolest ship in the galaxy next to the Falcon. All right. And next to the Y-Wing, of course. Uh, I, I get that. I want a cool ship. At the end of the day, I don't know. There's a lot of... T- I like hotel living. I like traveling around. But I like... I also like having my home. I like having my home base. And, and bounty hunters, unless you get so big that you have a bounty hunter lair, I just I just see it as kind of a vagabond lifestyle that I think I'd grow tired of. And though I am okay with being lonely, there's just something about that that existence of a bounty hunter that it's a different kind of loneliness because you can't trust anyone. I like to have some friends. Right? You need some kind of fellowship, friendship, and companionship in the galaxy. Yeah, living in a hut on Tatooine's not going to provide that, but I'm sure at some point you start talking to the moisture evaporator, and that, that moisture evaporator becomes your friend. Hey, Moisty, how you doing today? Just another day here, heading over to Moss Eisley to watch Luke when he, when he go get some food with his friends. I'll be back later. Cook me a good dinner, Moisty. That character's not canon. So I wouldn't be a bounty hunter, wouldn't be a Jedi, I wouldn't be a Sith. What would I be, you ask? Here is what I would be. I've broken it down by eras. The Clone Wars era, the prequel era, the original trilogy era, and then the Force Awakens era, the new era we're in. Here's what I'd realistically be. And that's what I want you to ask yourself out there. Oh, you think you want to be a Sith? Realistically, could you be a Sith? Oh, you want to be a cool bounty hunter? Realistically, is that what you would be if you were in that universe? I think not. I'm not saying anything bad about you. I don't know you. You might, some of you are probably bounty hunter worthy. Some of you could be Jedi. Some of you even still Sith. But I'm just saying most of us, myself included, we're not going to rise to those levels. If I was in the Clone Wars prequel era whether it be leading up to the Clone Wars, in the Clone Wars, and maybe right after the Clone Wars and the start of the New Republic, um, or the Old Republic, really, what it was, uh, or whatever you want to call it, the Empire. That's the words I'm looking for. I've seen the movies, trust me. Um, if you're right there in that era, I'm saying prequel era, Phantom Menace era is kind of where I'm going with this, but it can be that whole all-encompassing period, if you will. Honorable mention... I think I love Naboo. I love living the idea of living on Naboo, you know, because it's got nature, but you can go back to some fancy castles. You might want to hang out with your friends who are Gungans, but you don't want your other friends back at at Theed to, to know that you're friends with Gungans. It's a little weird spot until until Boss Nass put that peace orb above his head. You you couldn't really admit you had some Gungans as a friend, and and, and that's sad. We needed some Gungan justice back then. Some hashtags for the Gungans. We got it eventually. Misha thinking the Numu is better than us. Right now, it took Boss Nass putting that uh, peace orb above his head. So if I was in that area, honorable mention, I'd be a morning DJ on Naboo. They need entertainment. That's kind of lost in the Star Wars movies. What I, I always like Coruscant, the bar on Coruscant. And we answered, we talked about this on Jedi Alliance once, me and Mod Garrett. Uh, would you rather be in the, the cantina on, on Moss Eisley uh, or, or the bar, the sports bar, as they call it, on Coruscant? And I'd rather be in the sports bar. 
because it it shows you a glimpse of the big of the galaxy at large. There's entertainment. There's sports games. There's betting. There's drinks. There's death sticks. There's all these cool things. It is a fully functional society that you're seeing there, not just scoundrels and weird monsters in a bar. Um, so I I like Coruscant living, but uh, you know it's a little rough. Sometimes you have to take a trip down to level thirteen thirteen. It's a little rough down there. So I'd want to move to Naboo. I'd be a, a, a morning DJ. My name would be Zach Hotunes, uh, and I'd run just a, a morning radio show, uh, maybe five days a week. On the sixth day, I work the afternoon drive just for some extra cash, some extra credits, and uh, and I'd live in, in in peace, just entertaining the the Nubians. That's until until the Trade Federation really ruined things. Then I, I had to break into a song. Breaking news. The Trade Federation is apparently blockading us. Don't worry, C.O. Bibble, spokesman for the Queen, says things are going to be aight. There's some Jedi on the way. Now back, now back to Cy Snoodles, who I think started her career back then. I don't know her age. Someone check her age. That's an honorable mention of what I'd be. I'd be Zach Hatoons on Naboo, a morning DJ. But realistically, I, I do want to make my way in the universe and make some money. Realistically, the smart thing is to go back to Coruscant, mind your own business, keep to yourself, but start a good business. Make some money. Dexter Jetster had had the right idea. A cafe where Jedi can go get information and a cup of Jabba juice. All right, you form lasting friendships with, with people like Obi-Wan Kenobi and probably Kiati Mundi. But Dexter's got that. And I don't know if I, I have the patience to run a restaurant. I want to run a business. From my past career for the last 17 years, I can tell you the law enforcement and law enforcement types and first responder types, you know what they need? They need uniforms. They need their uniforms repaired, and they need to buy new uniforms, and some of them like gear, uh, stuff, extra stuff to put on their belts and hang, hang on their legs. The, and I think that would translate into the Star Wars galaxy. Realistically, I think... I think the people uh, serving the old republic, any armies or, or security forces they have there, they would have uniform needs. And the Jedi would have uniform needs. Think about it. At, at some point, someone's saying, welcome, welcome to the Jedi Temple. Here's your outfit. You can rent it or you can check it out. If you need more things, you need to go to, and that is where I would come in. I would own a Jedi uniform shop a block or two away from the Jedi Temple. All right. Yeah, sometimes I'd have to go down to 1313 and get some fabrics at low, low, low prices. All right, I'd bring a blaster, maybe hire a, hire a bodyguard at one of those bounty hunters you're also obsessed with to go down with me to 1313. Dengar, go with me. I need to go get some brown fabric. But I'd open up that shop. Obi-Wan would come in. Hey, I was just on a peacekeeping mission. Ripped my cloak. Don't worry, Obi-Wan. We got people to fix that for you. How's Tuesday? Tuesday look good for you? You want to come back? Hey, tell your friends in the in the council up there. 10% off. You bring me their business. Yaddle wants to come by and bring her uh, trousers. Let me know. Why doesn't Yoda come down here? Yoda's very distant to me. All right? We do good work. Just because we made Count Dooku's knife's shirt and cape doesn't mean Yoda should stay away. 
And tell Qui-Gon, I don't know what he does out in the field, but that stuff is dirty. His pants are dirty. Cloak is dirty. Thanks, Obi. That's what I'd do. Jedi uniform shop. That's just good business, people. Now, if I was in the original trilogy era, the era we all know, know and love, there's a lot of options, but also potentially not a lot of options. I mean, there's a war going on. There's a rebellion happening. A lot of chaos. Look, I'd love to say that I'd join the rebellion, but truth be told, out here in the real world, I'd, I'd probably join the Empire. I'd probably be a good little soldier in the Empire, but I'm not, I'm not good enough to be a stormtrooper. Definitely not good enough to be a, t- a TIE fighter pilot. Maybe a shuttle pilot. Maybe I could fly one of those Lambda-class shuttles from Death Star to Star Cruiser, Star Destroyer. Realistically, though, an honorable mention. This is an honorable mention. If I was in the original trilogy era, I would probably end up getting a job on the Death Star. And much like uh, talked about in uh, you know Kevin Smith movies and uh, Robot Chicken, I'm sure the Death Star has some civilian employees. All right, police stations I, I know out in L.A. for sure. I'm sure in other big cities, there's civilian employees that work inside them for different tasks and different reasons. And I think that is where I would be. And I'm not trying to uh, take any thunder away from Finn and his job on Starkiller Base, but I have to imagine, if I'm being realistic, and I'm living in the Star Wars universe, I'd probably work on the Death Star as a trash compactor cleaner. Not even in the official Imperial janitorial services. I'd be like a contract vendor who just has a has an office, small office with a bunk in it, on level 52 of the Death Star, and um, anytime there's a problem with one of the trash compactors, I'd be heading there. And they'd be like, look, dude, can you get that? Can you get this monster out of here? There's this one-eyed monster, giggity, in the trash compactor, and it's still here. Get it out. And I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm going to leave it there. You never know when it might come in handy. You never know. That's an honorable mention. But what I would like, what I would like realistically, I, in the end of the day, I don't want to be on, uh, on the Empire side. I don't want to be. I get that they became extremists, fascists, and they ruled with a dark, evil iron fist. I don't want to be a part of that. But I don't know if I can fully com- join up and, and commit to those uh, rapscallion liberal rebels flying around, those socialists, hashtag feel the Leia. I don't know. I don't know if I could be in that. The rebels. Scum. Rebel scum. So what I think I'd like, I like city living. I do like nature. I'd love to spend a weekend on Endor, but I don't want to stay on Endor. I, I would hope that I could end up in Bespin, on Cloud City, working at administrative job. Maybe the office manager. Lando's the, the administrator of the place. Lobot is his right-hand cyborg. I, I could help Lobot with the paperwork. I could run the office. You need a new vest, Lobot? Let me order you one. All right, there was a uniform shop on Coruscant I used to own. I can handle this. It would be a, a good gig. Cloud City... Despite what happened to it, with the Imperial uh, garrison there coming in and causing some problems, it looked pretty cool. It's clean. It's modern. 
sleek. There's a communication system that broadcasts to the entire city at once. There's got to be some cool bars there. Nightlife, self-contained, travel off relatively easy. It's got a it's got a security team that quite frankly knows its stuff and they're not afraid to act. Especially when Lobot tells them to. So I think I'd like to end up on Cloud City in Bespin. Which is not located in the Lando system. And I'd like to work in an administrative position there up in the offices. Crazy? Sorry, hitting my microphone. I'm getting excited about thinking about working with Lobot. I think that's a realistic take on what I'd like to be. In the Force Awakens era, the era we are in now as a Star Wars fan. I gotta be honest. I don't have the intestinal fortitude to be a scavenger on Jakku. Rey's tough. That's why Rey is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, because that's a tough life. And if you read the Before the Awakening short uh, series of uh, stories in this book, the Before the Awakening, Rey's story, is it's a little sad, heartbreaking, it's lonely. It's tough. It's a tough girl. A lot of respect for Rey and everyone out there in Jakku. So I couldn't be there. I'm too afraid to brave Maz Kanata's castle. That that planet, took, what is it, Taka, Takadana? Takadana? I don't know how to say it. I know how to, I know how to read it. Uh, that planet is gorgeous. Looks like a lot of awesome things out there. And Maz Kanata's castle looks fun. But you got the feeling from Han Solo that it wasn't always fun and games there. Some bad things probably happen. You could bump into someone the wrong way and they'd be t- flipping around on you with a blaster in their hand. The same reason I just don't think I could hang in the cantina. I just don't like that kind of environment. I like nice chain restaurants. I don't think there's a lot of chain restaurants near Mascanata's Castle. So I don't think I could do that. So I thought long and hard in this new era that we're just kind of learning about. We don't know much about it. Would I join the resistance? maybe, in a support capacity. I don't like the First Order. They're not as cool as the Empire. I think they're a little more chaotic as the Empire, and they don't quite know what they're doing. So I I don't know about that. Where else could you go? Jakku, we talked about. Maybe hang out with Lord Santeca and his little village there. No, not realistic. Um, Starkiller Base. We haven't learned much about this new era yet where we can go. Hosnian Prime? Well, we know that ends bad. There's a good chance I'd probably be in the Hosnian Prime system, and I'd be a goner. So here's what I think I'd be if I was in the Force Awakens era, realistically. I think I'd be General Hux's acting coach. I'm talking about Hux. I'm not talking about Donald Gleason, who's a spectacular actor. I'm talking about General Hux himself. All right, here he is. His father was a high-ranking imperial officer who had a lot to do with uh, key training uh, tactics and policies at the Imperial Academy. So here's Hux living in his father's shadow, but also starting anew because it's the First Order. It's it's not so much the uh, um, not so much the uh, the Empire anymore. So Hux is doing good, but. I, I think he's fronting a little bit, and I don't use that term lightly because I'm 40 now. Um, he's pretending a little bit. He's acting. He's acting like a tough imperial leader just working for the First Order. 
never more clear in that scene where he's he's bellowing out this battle station on which we stand i it's good speech it served its purpose but a little much a little over the top right i imagine he worked on that i imagine there was a lot of practicing the way he scowls and spits the words out of his mouth careful ren you don't want your personal feelings to interfere. Spits it out. I, he had to practice that. And at some point, he had to consult with somebody about it. And I want to be that guy. I want to be General Huck's personal lifestyle coach and acting coach. Huck's more snarl. Huck's spit that word. Spit it out. The first Order, spit it out. Use dramatic phrases. This battle station that you built, on which we stand. Use it. Use those words. Use those phrases. Twirl your mustache, whether you have it or not, Hucks, and people will respect you. I think that's a good safe gig. Because if I did anything wrong, I don't think he'd punish me. He's not like a Wren or a Vader or an Emperor or even a Snoke. He's not that. He's, he, he needs me because he's a climber. He's trying to get higher than Wren. He's trying, trying to get as high as he can in the First Order. And for all we know, he is pretty high. We don't know their command structure. All right? We don't know the First Order's... Uh, I got to imagine there's other leaders. I got to imagine it ain't Hux. There's got to be someone else between him and Snoke or on his level running other things. I got to imagine. So Hux would need my help. It's a good gig. He's a survivor. He survived Starkiller Base. He's pulling Ren aside, getting him to safety. And if you've read the novel, you actually get to read that part when they arrive to save Ren. So I want to stick close to Hux. I want to be his lifestyle coach, his acting coach. I think it would be a safe gig. So there's my answers. There are my definitive answers on what I would be in the Star Wars universe, realistically. And I want you out there to think about it realistically, and you can tweet me at CatNapSuck, use the hashtag SpotlightStarWars, or you can follow the Force Center podcast feed. Why don't you do that if you haven't, at ForceCenterPod, P-O-D, and do the same. Tweet us there, hashtag SpotlightStarWars. If I was in the Star Wars universe, I would be... Ellipses. Fill it in. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. As always, we take questions when they come across on the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars uh, on Twitter. On that hashtag, and uh, not a lot this week, uh, busy week for all of us, I guess. Um, but you can always, like I said, hashtag Spotlight Star Wars, and our friend Patrick Barman says, Ken, if you had a lightsaber, what color would it be? Patrick, I'd like to answer that with some fancy answer. I've always said I do like the dark saber that Death Watch had, and you can get it in Force Unleashed. The dark saber, the black one, it looks cool. But at the end of the day, I, I Got to go with the green one. Luke's Jedi lightsaber. I, I got to go with that one. I like green. It's my favorite color. I just like the way that looks. Can't answer it any more uh, than that. Eric Metz at Metzi22 says, uh, I think r 2 came back to life from uh, PS4 low power mode. Thank you for using that phrase. Because Ray landed on the planet. Hashtag Spotlight Star Wars just a guest. You know, Eric, I know some stuff has come out that, no, BB-8 kind of nudged R2 and uh, said, hey, I'm here. I got something we, we might use. I, I know all that. Um, uh, some of that stuff, I, I don't know if it's official, official, but I've heard that. Um, but I, upon watching the movie, and I was, like a lot of people, um, unsure of why R2, why we use the R2 in this capacity. I got it. From story sense, but then he just kind of pops back to life, and and we don't really see R too much in this movie, uh, and I got the disappointment in that. But um, I, for me, I never, I didn't question R two coming back to life as much as other people because I just kind of thought it was something from Luke. It was predetermined, or it was something with with Ray. So Eric, I kind of agree with you. I think it's a guess on my part too, and it's more realistic. That it has to do with BB-8 coming up and saying, hey, I got a map. You got a map, right? Let's put the maps together. I I, I can accept that, but there's something to me about Ray, because it's tied into Luke. We don't know what Luke did or said to R2, but 
he leaves. And C-3PO said he goes into, he's in low power mode and he just, R2 hasn't been himself. He's been comatose. It's like a Sandra Bullock, Bill Pullman romantic comedy. All right, he is comatose. Um, then Ray shows back up. It wasn't when Finn got there. It wasn't when BB-8 just initially came back with the map and said something. It was when Ray came back. So, you might be on something there. Aiden checks in again at underscore installation 04. Force Center, uh, he asks, hashtag Spotlight Stars and Force Center. Could Disney re-release The Force Awakens in May for the 40th anniversary and get it to $1 billion domestically? Sure, why not? It's still in theaters now. i got to get out and see it. I'm trying to see it one more time before uh, it fades away from theaters. But yeah, I can see him coming back. Uh, 40th anniversary. Hell, re-release all the movies. 40th anniversary. Just put them all back out there and get, get more money. I'd see them all. Jonas Berggren says, at Jonas underscore Berggren, he says, if they, he, this is more, not a question, it's just a comment. If they would have had Y-Wings while attacking Starkiller Base, then Han Solo would still be alive. Hashtag Team Y-Wing. If you're new to the show, Team Y-Wing is my team. Y-Wings are my favorite rebel ships, and I really wanted them to be my favorite resistance ships, but uh, they didn't make the movie. I've seen those uh, concept pictures of a troop transport Y-Wing. It looks awesome. It looks like a big bomber with with um, an undercarriage to carry the troops. Um, looks great. Maybe it'll appear in the next movies. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jonas, you might be right. Those heavy bomber Y-Wings, that's what they are. They're the workhorse of the Rebel fleet. Resistance, let them be the workhorse for you. And I know, Resistance, your funds are low. Maybe you couldn't afford Y-Wings. Maybe they're too expensive to risk losing in battle. But you're going to go hit that oscillator on Starkiller Base, and you brought a bunch of Y-Wings and their tiny proton torpedoes, man. Excuse me, X-Wings and their proton torpedoes. Bring the Y-Wings. Resistance, bring the Y-Wings. You might not have needed Han and Chewie to go back and blow up things. They could have left. They could have left. Those Y-Wing bombs could have done some damage. Just saying. Jonas and I are just saying, Resistance. Aaron at Aaron0891 says, uh, Hey, Ken, I would really enjoy an episode of Force Center Pod if you spoke like the Emperor the whole time. Spotlight Star Wars. Aaron, um... Aaron, I'd I'd like to do that. I I don't have the best Emperor voice, but I can I like I love the Emperor voice from Jedi particularly. It's so great. Ian McDermott is so great. I even like power, unlimited power. Um, but I I don't know if I could do a whole episode in uh, in the Emperor's voice because unlike um, a lot of friends of mine who are uh, voice actors, the key to good voice acting is not just impersonating the lines it's it's speaking like that character uh in in total with new dialogue and and can you just order cheeseburger as the emperor i'd like extra pickles um i can't do it i appreciate it aaron but every once in a while i do love to uh spout uh some some emperor lord veta rise Wipe them out. All of them. Just love it. The Jedi stuff is great. That's why I know sometimes I slag on Jedi in my old age. I don't know why, because I love that Emperor stuff. It's it's some of the best stuff in Star Wars. Your overconfidence is your weakness. Your faith in your friends is yours. That's great. That's great. 
Here, boy. From here you'll witness the final destruction of your pitiful little rebellion. Paraphrasing now, I'm sure. See, Aaron, now you got me. I'm just going to drift off. Fire at will, Commander. Now I'm just going to drift off into Emperor speak. Thanks, Aaron. No, but really, thanks. It's fun. Final question that I'm going to take today, looking on the list, Nick Bascom at Nicholas Bascom says, uh, what is your dream spinoff anthology film, Spotlight Star Wars? And um, I will say this, Nick. I want to answer that correctly and later. So I'm going to put a pin on that. we got four center recordings coming up. Joseph Scrimshaw and I are already talking. I'm gathering, gathering Jennifer Landa and some guests and getting, uh, getting the next uh, batch of four center episodes ready for you. And uh, Databank Brawl, some more of those ready for you. Um, and uh, those are coming. But, Nick, I want to answer that question. It's, I've been asked and I've dressed it in many different ways before. Um, but I want to I wanna, I wanna get a roundtable discussion on what kind of stuff we want for these spinoff anthology films. Uh, or even uh, a more uh, about the live-action TV show or any, any of those kind of stuff. That's an interesting question, Nick. So that is that for today. That is Spotlight Star Wars. That is my monologue from me to you in the Star Wars fandom. It's always a pleasure to do this show. It's always a pleasure to hear and get your responses. Uh, you guys out there mean the world to me. There are many Star Wars programs to choose from, and I'm glad you join us here on the Force Center Podcast feed. If you're new, follow us at Force Center Pod. Uh, like and uh, rate and review on iTunes, on Facebook. You know the drill by now. If, if you're this far listening to new media, you know what to do. We're also on Podomatic. I want to give a shout-out to Podomatic. They've been great to the Force Center pod, uh, podcast feed, and, and there's some bigger things coming because of Podomatic. And uh, check them out. Uh, if you're trying to start a podcast, I know a lot of you do, go to Podomatic, man. Easy to manage server. The costs, there are costs to doing this. Uh, they are low and manageable, and uh, I highly re- recommend it. And uh, they're very, very communicative with their uh, with their with their people, with their with their customers, and I like them a lot. And uh, because of Automatic, some stuff coming soon on the Four Center podcast feed that I'm excited about. So that is it for today. This has been Spotlight Star Wars. I'm Ken Napsock. Follow me, tweet me at hashtag Spotlight Star Wars, and we will discuss Star Wars together, one-on-one. Until next time, may that Force thing kind of, sort of, always remain around you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.